0: Good morning and welcome to the Uncle Jim Effect podcast. My name is Dennis Deloach and I will be your host. Wow, welcome to episode number 30. It's amazing to believe and feel that this is the 30th episode I've done on a podcast that I was pretty timid to even start. And so thank you so much for your support and uh, you've made this a wonderful journey. Please continue to support us. And if you would, please subscribe below, uh, like the podcast, and share it with your family and friends. Again, the purpose of this podcast is to provide opportunities for more than a million people to realize their God-given potential and then to magnify that potential in the service of their family, friends, and community. And as we all commit to do so, we will create a tsunami of hope uh, and be responsible for doing some good in this world. Speaking of doing some good, uh, the title of this 30th episode is uh, Compassion, the Greatest of All Gifts. And uh, we talk a lot about gifts that were given in this life. Uh, why is compassion the greatest? And, and I, as I've kind of studied that topic and thought about that for a long time, the interesting thing about compassion is, in my mind, the more you give, the more you receive. And let me explain that. So the opportunities in life I've had to uh, show compassion to others, but more importantly, is that compassion was shown to me. And we'll talk about some of those instances in a minute. I actually, as I extend compassion to others, it comes back to me tenfold. So in a sense, being compassionate is almost a selfish act and not selfish in the way we do it, but uh, it's an act that we perform, and we get more in return. And so anything like that, any uh, force multiplier or something that you do where you get more out than you put in, uh, to me is something we want to do a lot of. So let me let me start with a definition like I do in most of these podcasts because to me, I understand it better and I hope that you do as well. And it kind of sets a tone for what we're looking to do. Uh, This is by an unknown author uh, and it says, be kind for everyone. You meet is fighting a battle, you know, nothing about, isn't that so true? No matter who we look at, no matter what group of people we encounter, no matter what circumstance we're in, everybody is dealing with something we might not know it. And from the outside, we might look at them and say, wow, that's the perfect person or the perfect family. But uh, as you get experience in this life, you understand that everybody has got something that they're battling with, usually in a silent manner. So we talked about compassion. uh, the, The word compassion, when you go back to its roots, actually literally means to suffer together. And isn't that kind of what compassion is? Compassion is, the the definition of it is it's the sorrow or the capacity to feel sorrow. I'm sorry, it's the sorrow or the capacity to feel sorrow for another person's sufferings or misfortune. And so our capacity, when we see someone else in need, someone else that's down, someone else who's failed at something, someone who is experiencing a traumatic event, someone who just is sad beyond belief, Uh, what is our capacity to respond to that person? And we've all been, unfortunately, uh, witnesses to and recipients of uh, the opposite of that, which in my mind, there's lots of words that would be the opposite. The one I chose was hatred. Um, Have you ever seen somebody who was in a position that failed, that people were glad they failed? I have. Um, and to me, that is the biggest form of hatred that you can have. Uh, I mean, and sometimes that's kind of fun to do in, in the sports world. As we root for teams, you know, we, we will see certain teams that seem to have success over and over and over. And uh, we talk about how they're easy to hate. That's a different type of Uh, hatred. And and my book is almost okay in sports in a a joking, fun manner. But when we're talking about people and their feelings and situations in life that are real, that's not acceptable. And really the, the true meaning of compassion is our response to people in times of need. And so I want to talk about some of those instances in my life and what it's meant to me and what my understanding and perception of that is. Uh, one of these, uh, is, is a personal experience. Uh, I've mentioned before that I played football at Utah State University and it was my, I believe my sophomore year and we were playing BYU and Logan and, uh, it was a great game. They had a great team and we, we had a great game with it. It was going back and forth. Uh, and I was playing linebacker. And I specifically remember a play that we were in a man coverage, which is where one person is assigned to another guy on the team and you cover them wherever they go. And you have someone behind you, in this instance, a safety, who was just playing the whole field kind of as a safety valve. And so uh, on this particular play in this coverage, I was assigned to one of the running backs. And so as he came out of the backfield, he went – And another receiver crossed his path right when I was attempting to guard him. And they call that a pick and it's illegal, but a lot of teams get away with it. And so as he ran his route, he bumped into me and my man cut inside where his other teammate was coming from. And because he ran into me, it freed him up and they threw a pass to him and he went about 60 yards for a touchdown. And so the safety who was supposed to be behind me had actually gone the wrong way. So it was appeared my man had gone for a touchdown for a long way. And it, it just made me so mad. I couldn't see straight. And I came off the field and the coach from the up, uh, up in the booth had called and was asking me what the heck happened. How could that happen? And it was just a frustrating event and it just made me mad. And uh, I remember after the game, my, uh, Younger brother, Doug, was in the stands at the time. And after the game, uh, you know, we ended up losing that game. And I was uh, just upset and uh, just not doing well and felt horrible. And uh, he came into that locker room. And I'll never forget, he just couldn't have been more proud that I was his brother. And uh, i had had a bunch of good plays, but that one that had stuck out in my mind was one I was focused on. And in my mind, you know, all the people in the stands knew exactly what had happened and I had let my man go for a touchdown. And uh, yet he could not have been more compassionate. Uh, His only focus was on me and let me know how much he loved me and what a great player he thought I was and how they were lucky to have me, just everything a brother would do. And so that was a great, great uh, example to me. Contrary to that, what he could have done, uh, and some people do in life, what he could have done is said, you know, uh, I'm, I'm mad or a little jealous that I didn't get my brother's size and I didn't get this opportunity to play. And so I'm going to be really kind of happy that happened to him because it's about time something happened to him bad. And those are all the negative things that could have, could have happened. But, you know, what was expressed to me was nothing but pure compassion compassion uh i'm still speaking of that some 44 years later uh it's an example to me and it really cemented to me the strength of my brother doug in that specific example another example of my life is i remember a particular time where uh, i was going through some financial difficulties and had done uh, made some investments that did not work out and For one reason or another, had really run into some serious financial struggles uh, quite a while ago. And I remember specifically the looks on some people's faces. You just knew that they were happy beyond belief that I was going through these troubles. And that always shocked me. But you could see it in their eyes that they wouldn't say it to your face or they wouldn't say it publicly but behind closed doors they were just excited and tickled to death so instead of showing compassion to me uh they were reaching out with hatred now i'm not saying that we all haven't been in that position and thought to ourselves or even said it that wow that person deserves this or it's good that they're humbled. but in this case particularly i remember a great friend and this this great friend for me um listens to this podcast and knows who he is because I usually get a text or a a call after these. But uh, as I looked on my radar of times where there's always been a negative blip, this great man and great friend uh, always seems to show up. And as I evaluated this uh, in my life, I realized how tremendously grateful I am for this guy because he, irregardless of anything that happens in my life, whether it's brought on on by my uh, actions or not my fault, he has never cared. He's always been there to support me. And the example that I've seen there and from this man has literally reshaped my life and my family's life and taught me so much about compassion. So I do want to give a shout out to uh, Bruce and tell him how much uh, he's meant to me and what a tremendous example he's been to me. There are times in life when we call ourselves Christians or spiritual people that we stumble and fall. Of course, that's why we're Christians and why we're in religion is to um, always have an option for repentance and to try and improve and do better. And uh, yet, unfortunately, sometimes even in those circles, you'll see people that for whatever reason seem to have joy when people stumble or come upon stumbling blocks in their life. So those are a few examples of the stumbling blocks I've seen in my life. And examples of how people stepped up. Uh, And I don't want to go into particulars about how people did not step up or express hatred or those type of things, because I just don't want to dwell on anything negative. But You've all experienced that, and we all know who those people are and the the type of actions that they take. So that's all we'll say about that. So what are some misconceptions about people that are compassionate? You hear it all the time. I think a lot of these people, we perceive them to be weak, and yet it couldn't be farther from the truth that people that show compassion are doing exactly what Jesus Christ would do if he were here on the earth, showing compassion is an ability to lift others and shows their strength, not weakness. And so I think those of us that think people that are always serving others are weak, it's literally the exact opposite. And uh, those people to me are examples of strength. Sometimes we think that they're soft and that goes hand in hand with uh, showing strength. And so uh, the, the characteristics of gratitude, that I like the most are the quiet strength, typically these people show. Uh, A lot of times we'll think people that are showing compassion are passive. Uh, But a lot of times the best leadership in the world isn't the words that come out of your mouth, but the, the actions that people perceive. And so the people that just don't say anything, but just get down and go provide compassion are actually the true leaders in life. And uh, one of my great mentors taught me that the best leaders in life are also the best followers. And if you think about that, that doesn't make sense on the surface, but to be a great leader, you've got to be a great follower because as you follow leaders that came before you and as you learn, the value of leadership in your own mind, what you're doing is cementing the way to act in a situation by following someone else as you learn that process. And then you understand the true value of following. And as you become a leader and perform, people have seen that you're not just a talker, but also a follower and you actually perform. And as a leader, people will love to follow you. People that are compassionate to me have a growth mindset. They're always looking for other people to assist and to help. And by doing so, as I said, initially, we tend to grow more when we're helping those around us. There's a quote that uh, the Dalai Lama said that is very simple, but yet so profound. And he said, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy practice compassion. And so that's what we were talking about in the beginning where literally the act of compassion is almost a selfish act because as we provide true compassionate service to those that are in need or we give our attention or our time or our efforts to people that are hurting or need it, it is absolutely a proven fact of the universe that we get more back in return for doing that. I know I've heard uh, people that have talked about, uh, as you experience depression or as you're going through something terrible or bad, the more we can focus on serving others or trying to find someone who has it worse than we do, that is one of the best remedies to get us out of the thoughts that we have about what we are going through in the service of others. And so what a tremendous thing that is. Uh, Another quote, and then I want to end on a story that uh, is one of the greatest examples of compassion I've ever seen, but the quote, and I love this and I hold onto this, and it's why the little bit of compassion I've shown in my life is this reason. And Henry Ward Beecher said, compassion will cure more sins than condemnation. And I know in my life where people have wanted to condemn me uh, that hasn't done a lot of good for me, and I know it didn't do any good for them. So as we show compassion, that's making deposits into our bank of overcoming all of the weaknesses that we have that hopefully at some point we can make withdrawals on. So I am going to share a story with you that happened here in Salt Lake City some 20 or 30 years ago. And I remember hearing this story, and it just was unbelievable. And I've since followed up with it a little bit. But there was a man who uh, was married and had four children, and his wife was pregnant with the fifth. Uh, And three of the children were with the husband and the wife in the car that night. Their second oldest son was uh, out with friends. And so as ever driving down the street in Salt Lake City, as he describes it, uh, he just saw headlights barreling toward him at an unbelievable rate of speed. And he didn't know what to do. was coming upon a an underpass It was a an old part of town and there was a narrow underpass where the road dipped down and there were concrete walls on the side. And he got stuck in there and got T-boned at a high rate of speed. Uh, and he, as he describes it, he said, I watched my wife's chest go up and down and up and then down for the last time. And he said, I, it was an out-of-body experience as he sat there and watched his wife take their last breath as they were pinned in the car. Uh, in that accident, his wife and the unborn child and two of his other children, and two of the three in that car ended up passing away. Uh, it was a young teenage drunk driver coming the other way. And uh, as they got him to the hospital and on the gurney, as one of his friends tell me, one of the first things that he asked about in the hospital was, because he had seen that, uh, when they got him out, I guess he had seen that the other driver was a young person. Uh, and he had asked how that young person was doing. And, uh, over time what had happened is this man and his name is Chris Williams. Over time, Chris reached out to this young man who was drunk driving and speeding and breaking all kinds of laws. Uh, his name was Cameron. He reached out to Cameron. Cameron ended up getting charged and spending time in a juvenile facility and even a little bit of time in jail. And uh, as you see this interview from Cameron's mom and dad, as they're in tears talking about what it meant for them that Chris, who had, their son had killed his wife, an unborn child, and two of his four children, reached out to Cameron. And uh, Cameron talks about it and says, as I was sitting in my cell and uh, the door opened and I knew I was going to meet this man, he said, uh, he walked in with a big smile on his face and extended his hand for a handshake and hugged me. And he said, I I just could not believe that. And he said, we had a great talk. And he said, he didn't hold back. He was honest. And he told me exactly what he thought and felt about what had happened. But he also told me that I needed to pick a day in the future, whether it was a day or two or a week, where I needed to absolutely forget about that incident, forgive myself and move on and do good in this world. And now as they've gone back and interviewed them both some uh, decade or two later, it is amazing to see how they both have grown. And uh, I probably share the same sentiment with you that Chris is a much greater person than I am I don't think I could do that, but what an example to me of compassion and how as we extend compassion to others, we're truly extending the growth opportunities to ourselves and those around us. Uh, Again, I go back to the original quote that says, be kind for everyone you know is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Uh, As we keep that mindset and concept, when we see someone having a bad day, We need to realize and think there's probably a lot more behind the scenes than I thought. Extend a hand. Uh, Being compassionate doesn't mean you have to do something huge and elaborate. Some of the most compassionate uh, things I've ever done or received have been simply a hug or a handshake or a text or a phone call. Uh, It doesn't have to be elaborate or big, but go out today and provide compassion for someone that you know needs it. And if you look, almost everybody needs it. And then always carry the back of your mind what this person could possibly go, be going through. And uh, if we keep that type of attitude, uh, it's gonna be a lot greater life for all of us and allow us to create that hope, that tsunami hope that we're trying to do. Thank you so much for the time and the uh, that you take out of your busy schedule to spend with me. Remember, we're on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and share this with your family and friends. Uh, and until we meet again, thank you so much, and go out and have a great day.